What's going on, all you chuds and chudettes? Here comes the Spookies back with another bonus episode. We've uh, had a lot of requests, uh, mainly from one fan, but hey, we appreciate you, Aaron, (laughs) of the Horrible Horror Podcast. Check them out if you haven't. That's right. (laughs) Code Moongoon. That's right. 20% off. (laughs) Moongoons, the Z is silent. (laughs) Manscaped, plus free shipping. That's right, motherfuckers. That code is Moongoon, M-O-O-N-G-O-O-N, Manscaped. Use it. Get your balls clean. 20% off. (laughs) Get your fucking dick beard lopped off. I hit puberty, so that's why I sound like a fucking man tonight. Uh, And, well, this is not the the ball shaving episode. This is actually code Veronica for Resident Evil. Where's my fucking applause? Yes! Finally getting to the best one ever. Oh, I had an intro bit for you. <laughs> okay, go ahead, use it. He pisses when he farts. Sometimes he sharts. I'm talking about my buddy, Cincinnati Jeff. Listen to Orange Joe. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, season three is kind of winding down for us, right? we got the last few movies already picked out. Movies. Things have been uh, written. So we want to obviously get back into some of the special episodes here. Uh, definitely going to bring you some more Resident Evil content over the summer. We've got a couple a couple ideas cooking, man. Some Simpsons episodes, an action movie episode. Man, we're sitting on some fucking ideas. And yeah. don't, don't worry about us. We'll fucking worry about you, okay? Yeah. We've, I've been inspired since we were on Horrible Horrors jeopardy episode that was was pretty good oh man that was a lot of fun you talked a lot of big game about rape but nobody got raped (laughs) you sure yeah you sure you don't know what happened after i dropped you off oh yeah good point that's right i know i didn't get raped so that's all i'm worried about (laughs) you sure no i is that why i was walking like a cowboy (laughs) is that why i had a scabby b-hole walking like a duck Ugh. Uh, all right, so hey, we are getting into uh, Code Veronica. Actually, I got some talking points I want to do before we do that. Okay, yeah. Hey, you know what's really played out already? Because it happened a week ago. Did you hear uh, that thing on the Oscar? The Fresh Prince, fucking, uh, you know, bitch slap. Fresh Prince. That's what they found on the side of Chris Rock's face. Oh, that was fucking good. I'll give you that. Uh, I mean, Aaron, Aaron sent me that one. All right. So, granted, this is uh, this is our attempt at being topical. But uh, we almost switched gears because I called Nachos. I was like, dude, we're going to do wild hands, but fuck it, dude. Let's let's do Demon Knight instead so we can fucking rip on Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, for real, though. That was there was talk of that. But I don't want to I don't want to talk bad about her. I do. She's a stupid bitch. No. Yeah. I want to talk bad about her, but not during that movie because the movie's so fucking great. You know, it's, she's tolerable at best in that movie. It's everybody else in that movie's fucking great. She's she's like Harry Potter. She's a fucking placeholder, you know? Ah, man, I kind of dig her. She's kind of like Isaac Clark in Event Horizon. When she spits the blood, that's a fucking dope scene. Yeah, my day gets a little hard anytime some bitches be spitting blood, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, so uh, well, what's the better joke here? It's that fucking Chris Rock calls Freddy Krueger. He's like, I know you killed the Fresh Prince once. Do you want to do it again? He's like, oh, hell yeah, bitch, but. See, we got there's a little backstory to that. It's that the fresh or Freddy Krueger killed the Fresh Prince because that song Nightmare on My Street, which I think we talk about in the Nightmare, Nightmare on My Street, bitch. <laughs> so and then, OK, I think the more appropriate one be it's Will Smith wakes up tied to a chair in her room and then Chris Rock comes out in white face on the little bicycle. He's like, hey, motherfucker, you want to play a game? Because he made that song movie that nobody liked. <laughs> I liked it. I it was. It was Stop. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> and also, um, on, on a lighter note, um, come to nobody's surprise, I've recently been diagnosed with a- ADD. What? So, you know what? Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah. No, for years. Okay. I mean, I, I had it when I was a kid, and I obviously have it now. Bro, I can What's that it. shiny thing over there? Yeah, no shit. Look at the lights. Whoa. Okay. Reflection. So, I was thinking I have this podium, this opportunity to, to speak to people. I want to help the kids out. I want to help kids. That may or may not have ADD, and uh, you know, you know, if if you don't know you have it, there's telltale signs. It would be, I think, it'd be so cool to like maybe over the summer or something take these kids and like, um, I don't know. Listen to Orange. You're Joe. goddamn right. It's so like you know, you take these kids and you kind of work with them. And I'm trying to think like, so like you could have like a youth sponsorship or dude, a camp. A camp would be good, and you help these kids figure out their shit and like concentrate on stuff. So I think uh what would be a good name for it? Uh 
I know where you're going. Where? Where am I going? And to some kind of concentration camp? Because I really think it'd be beneficial towards these kids. I think it should be called the Adolf Hitler camp for friendship and tolerance. <laughs> okay. You know what? Yeah. Yeah, we'll teach teach those little kids that was, to fucking be tolerable. Shit. There was a school... No one does these anymore because the internet ruins everything. What, but school there shootings? A, there no, a, there's a lot of those. There was a school that was uh, like building a new school. in some town. Some oh, the town, Reddit? Like, and it was like, we're going to... You can you can uh, vote on the name of the new school, and they left a write-in option. Yeah. And the fucking write-in option got all the votes, and it was the Adolf Hitler School for Friendship and Tolerance, and they did not fucking go with it. I wonder it. why. Uh, okay, so... In Lake Michigan, there is like a little shoot off lake and it listen is Listen to Orange Joe. Thank you, everybody. Uh listen to me. Listen to Orange Joe. Orange Joe. Listen to Orange Joe. All right, so there is a fucking lake called Alcohol in a Alcohol and Drug Abuse Fucking Community Lake. That's the fucking in the title? Or did you no, I, you know I'm zhuzhing it up a little answer. bit. <laughs> it fucking might as well be. Who gives a shit, dude? <laughs> I just need to concentrate, you know. All right, well, all right, right. and we're back. Yeah, let's let's. It's a bonus episode. You save that shit for the main series stuff. Well, also, we forgot to take some brown before we got in here. You know what? Let's fix that. All right, Pause go, get, it. go get us some brown. Okay. I'll just uh fucking we gotta uh, apologize for the drunkness of the last episode. Yeah, let me apologize first for the drunkness of the last episode. So on our event horizon episode, man, those first 15, 20 minutes really got away from us. A lot of people shouting, nobody making any goddamn sense. We had uh, some special guests on, and they were great, great guests. Problem was, is that they were just pouring tequila down our throat. Eldritch Pixie was maybe she's maybe she's just a little bit taller than a normal shot glass, <laughs> right? She's seventy pounds soaking wet on a good day. Yeah, maybe maybe all of fucking four foot. Uh, and she'd fucking take a full shot, and she'd like only get down half. And she's like, this one's bigger than I thought. I'm like, you fucking poured it. Like <laughs> she's holding it like Donald Trump holds a water bottle. I mean, you know, both hands. We would take a break to go smoke a cigarette or do whatever, and then like I fucking come around the corner, and there she is on her fucking knees, just fucking pouring out shot. Well, she's not on her knees. She's actually standing up at full height. Yeah, pouring. Pouring out shots on the fucking coffee table. They were great fucking guests, but like we got way too drunk out the gate. Man, you know, tequila gives me that special fucking energy. Tequila makes my skin fall off. Uh, My clothes fall off. I'm just doing that shit where I'm just blurting things out. I'm very drunk. I'm I'm sure our fucking long listeners. We've heard it a couple times, like the Halloween three episode. I get so drunk. I can't even fucking make words. I'm fucking. The Resident Evil 2 fucking oh, episode. That doesn't that was different. That was pills. <laughs> do don't do what I do. Just listen to what I fucking say. No, I was scared. I was going like skip my Oh, speaking of ridiculousness, so uh, I uh I RSVP'd for that wedding that, cheers, that we're gonna be at in oh, a couple of weeks. Yeah, people want us to be in weddings. Well, here's the thing. Uh <laughs> you got a ride in option for fucking preferred drink. And then it was like, what song would you like to hear? I was like, Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Cheers, motherfucker. Mm. Oh, that's good. That is good. All right. But we're not here to talk about these things. We are here to talk about uh, Code Veronica. I don't have a cool Code Veronica button because None of the Code Veronica versions say Resident Evil Code Veronica. Here, let me try some. Resident Evil Code Veronica, you fuck! I'm Andy Cap's wife. (laughs) And then I get beat the fuck up. So, Are you uh, drunk again, Andy? The one I played earlier is pretty much what we got. Oh, that hurt my face. We are on fucking Code Veronica, and we're going to start out with... um, I guess we'll just start with characters and gameplay. All right, Kermit. What's going on? (laughs) <laughs> I got I got nothing but Steve buttons. The fucking simpia simp to simp since simp simpity simp simp. It's true. All right. So this game was originally being developed as a true successor to Resident Evil 2, but was for Sega consoles. So ballsy move. Uh, this wasn't a spinoff or a side story to the main series. But and it wasn't actually, a Hello Nasty. What PlayStation received as Resident Evil 3 was originally a spinoff, so the roles of these two games were reversed at some point in development. And I got a little blurb here. All right, hit me, boy. With the success of Resident Evil 2 in 1998, Capcom began more Resident Evil projects under multiple band, like across, sorry, across multiple consoles. Code Veronica originated from an unsuccessful attempt to port Resident Evil 2 to the Sega Saturn. 
after producer Shinji Mikami. Close enough, close enough. And his team learned that they would be unable to port the game without making a large sacrifice to quality, which I disagree with. That's actually not true. They were just told not to do it because the Saturn was on the outs. They could have done it. Oh, and they had, they had a full working port of it. Because Gamecast was the new one, right? Yeah. They were like, oh, sacrifice to quality. That's not true. Uh, the team uh, was asked by uh, leadership at Capcom to create something else for Sega fans, and so development began on an original Sega Saturn game. Uh, when the team was asked for more time to develop the game, he was told that it would be better to have, focus on the technical quality and making Sega's upcoming Dreamcast uh, a little bit more appealing. Since so it's like, well, if we've got to focus on the quality anyway, let's fucking make it for the new system. So around this time, a side story game for the PlayStation starring Jill Valentine and the events leading <laughs> up to Resident Evil 2 were being developed. This was originally um, uh, going to be the spinoff with the Dreamcast game as the true sequel to Resident Evil 2. According to IGN, Sony bartered for limited exclusivity on Resident Evil 3 title, and thus the side story was branded as Resident Evil 3, and the true sequel was labeled as a spinoff titled Code Veronica. This notion is conflicted by interviews at the time, as the producer and flagship president uh, of, of Capcom told journalists that they wanted to keep the numbered chronology of the PlayStation systems together and to give subtitles to Resident Evil games to all the other systems. Regardless, the game content remained essentially unchanged. So they pretty much just swap titles. Now, with this game, we've got Code Veronica, and this actually features Claire from Resident Evil 2. That's right. She and, hasn't changed clothes either. And Chris Redfield from Resident Evil 1. Before uh, he started, you know, roiding up and punching boulders. Exactly. I, was, I got that in here. Oh, my bad. My bad. Uh, you're all right. Uh, so you play the majority of the game as Claire before swapping to Chris later on and then swapping between the two as the story progresses to the end. Uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica features survival horror gameplay, which is you're already familiar with. Very similar to the previous games in the Resident Evil franchise. You have tank controls, item boxes, herbs, fades. Sweet fades. Puzzles, and of course, the sweet, sweet combat. The uh, 180 quick turn feature from Resident Evil 3 is returned as well, since that game Yay! came out a year before this one. They, they brought that feature over, which that's a great feature because <laughs> you still have tank controls. But uh, it's still mad they got rid of the dodge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the dodge was like boss fight. You couldn't dodge like zombies. You couldn't? I don't think you could. I never. I, I remember like. Uh, so honestly, I swiping at me. me like I back. never used the dodge outside of uh, the nemesis. So, I, you know, I could be talking about I mean, my ass. You're here. more of a Chevy man. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, dodge, I don't fucking know cars. They got four wheels and go beep, beep. Uh, unlike previous games in the series, which used pre-rendered backgrounds and, like, matte paintings, mm-hmm. oil paintings, and things like that, Code Veronica actually uses real-time 3D environments. It looks good. It looks It's great. very innovative. Yeah. It was very nice to see, like, the shots moving with you, opposed to the classic stationary Romero angles. Mm-hmm. So because of this, the camera is much more dynamic than in the previous games. The camera will follow you. It'll pan around. To it'll the zoom in. The player uh, navigates through their characters, through the environment, so, like, you get behind something it'll it'll move around you uh very similar to what they had in dino crisis that's right uh aka magical chauncey and the tugboat full of dinosaurs dude dino crisis does not get enough love yeah because it had one and two on the playstation and then xbox dinos in three, space, space and it was lame but like there's been nothing since dude i'm sorry bring back fucking dino crisis yeah br- br- a fucking remake or oh, something. Oh, God, please, dude, yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Would you like Resident Evil? And then instead of zombies, it's fucking Velociraptors? Because yeah. I would. Like, that was fucking awesome. Those T-Rex battles were pretty intense. I mean, fuck, in Resident Evil 3, Jill. We had a T-Rex? <laughs> we have a T-Rex. Uh, that clever clever girl, fucking Jill Valentine, one of her swap-out costumes is uh, not Joanna Dark, but whatever the fuck Dino Tits is. And fucking... Joanna Dark. Yeah, that's that's old girl from uh, Perfect Dark. Perfect yeah? Dark, that's a rare game. That's Wesley Snipes' butthole with, uh, the, with the lights out. So once Perfect the uh, once the main game is cleared one time on the save file, you actually also get a battle mode, which is unlocked. This mini game... Battle mode. Battle mode. This is a mini game in which the player character is given infinite ammo and places them in various locations from the main game with different enemies... It is very similar to the battle mode that was on the Sega Saturn original Resident Evil release that the Sega Saturn got. And that's the one with the gold tyrant. Yes. Thing. Yes, you are and, correct. And the dynamite Brad Vickers, or is that in this? Uh, or that's the remake. That's the remake. Okay. 
Yes. Uh, this one, you get the nemesis in the battle mode. Okay, yeah. Uh, in addition to the Redfield siblings, this mode also allowed the player to control supporting character Steve Burnside, yeah. along with antagonist Albert Wesker. Um, Albert Wesker was like the knife-only version, so yeah, it's like he's tofu. jacked as fuck. Uh, oh, and you also get to play uh, as a version of Claire with a new hat. Oh. Did you know the alternate name for this video game? No. What was it? It Resident Evil Code Betty. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. I don't believe you. That's uh, Archie's joke. Stay uh, out of Riverdale, motherfucker! <laughs> Stay out of Riverdale! That's probably one of my favorite right, Let's move on to yeah. the old story! To, to real facts. We're still alive. Uh, not so much, Steve. <laughs> not some of them. Not so much you, Steve. We'll play a game. Who's in the third act of this? <laughs> it ain't you, buddy. Well, technically, uh, yeah, he's kind of there. Uh, so in December of 1998. It was a young boy. Three months after escaping from Raccoon City, which we see, obviously, in the events of Resident Evil 2. And 3. Prior to its eventual destruction, seen in Resident Evil 3. Claire Redfield raids an Umbrella Corporation facility in Paris in search of her brother, Chris. You know what? This part is so cool that they ripped it off in those fucking dog shit movies. They did. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, Code Veronica is actually sewn into a few of those movies. Oh, say like a progenitor. Uh, so discovered by Umbrella security forces and eventually captured, Claire is imprisoned on Rockford Island, a prison complex owned by the corporation situated in the Southern Ocean. I know Rockford Island. Sometime after her imprisonment, Claire finds herself released by the man who captured her and discovers that the outbreak of the T-virus has occurred. Dun, dun, dun. What? In the resulting chaos, she finds herself teaming up with Steve Burnside. The an- Simpia Simp to Simpson Simp went to Simp Town. Another inmate also seeking to escape. <coughs> I don't think it was that bad. I know you do not like Steve. Dude, okay, the only thing cool about Steve is his time bomb choker. That's about it. <laughs> In their repeated efforts to explore the island and find the means to leave, the pair find themselves confronting the island's commander, Alfred Ashford. Both Claire and Steve find him to be mentally unstable as a result of him switching between two personalities, his own and that of his twin sister, Alexia. Did you know he's actually Roger Smith from American Dad? Really? Yeah. Voice? Same guy? No, it's... That's Roger's. That's one of Roger's characters. (laughs) Fuck you. You didn't know. He's also the weekend. That's real. I know he's Ricky Spanish. Well, yeah. I can tell you that. The most hated man in town. I hate that son of a bitch. (laughs) Eventually, the pair manages to find a seaplane and use it to escape, only for Alfred to pursue them and switch their plane to autopilot, directing it towards another umbrella facility in Antarctica. Well, do they have an uninvited guest? Upon their arrival, the pair finds that the facility has suffered another outbreak, and they fight their way through the zombies and monsters within to seek a means of escape, battling with Alfred, and they fatally uh, wound him. Before he dies, though, Alfred frees his real sister, Alexia, who had been in cryogenic sleep within the facility after injecting her with the T-Veronica virus, an experimental virus that the Ashford family had developed 15 years ago. Awakened, Alexia manages to recapture Claire and Steve as they attempt to escape. Meanwhile, Chris Redfield arrives on Rockford Island in search of Claire after receiving a message from her via Leon S. Kennedy. Yay! And they run into Art Thompson. Nobody gets that joke. That's okay. <laughs> He's from a survivor. Gun survivor. Did the part with the tyrant and the plane already happen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't go like in like how the fucking plane crashed or anything. Well, I mean, so they were flying on tyrant air. <laughs> there yeah. was a tyrant in the back yep. of this tiny seaplane yeah. that nobody noticed. But when you, it's from the outside, it's not so big. But when you get in, like you can fucking walk through the back like it's the plane from fucking Die Hard 2. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because <laughs> you battle in it, that's what, like, you, because it's going to Antarctica anyway, but it it crashes, thanks to fucking, uh, Well, what would Lanch, Launchpad McQuack say? Any fucking crash you walk away from is considered <laughs> a landing, so we're okay. Dude, don't DuckTales me. Oh, whoa! I love me some DuckTales. Goddamn right, dude. Paul Dini and shit. All right, uh, so uh, upon learning that uh, Claire had left, left, <laughs> Chris focuses on determining where and begins searching the island. In the process of doing so, he comes across Albert Wesker. Wesker! An independent agent since the Spencer Manson incident 
fucking uh, Captain, I wear my evil. goddamn sunglasses at night. He's also seeking to retrieve a sample of the Tiervonica virus for himself. This is actually kind of cool because there's tons of file, like, you know, obviously all the fucking files. Yes. And they allude to a scientist. They allude to Wesker, basically, uh, a double agent inside the stars. Did you say double Asian? Double agent. Oh, okay. Secret uh, Asian, Asian man. Um, but yeah, they, they allude to him several times, and in the original Code Veronica, you don't know okay. that it's necessarily Wesker. You kind of got to piece it together until he shows up. Like once he shows up, you're like, oh, obviously Wesker. And that was the best part about these, because this is the last game to do this. Okay. Now, do you remember this in the original first before three? Wesker was working for the higher ups, what was called White Umbrella. And they never did anything with that story arc ever again. They just squashed it down like, nope, that's regular, normal Umbrella. Well, because they were going to split it because Umbrella was going to be two factions. There was the white part and then the red part. And they they never, there was one of the books. Uh, Which aren't canon by uh, Paul W.S. Perry, I think. Right. Or um, maybe not Paul, but you know what I'm saying. I don't know who wrote them. But Little Chauncey. I read them back in, in, in high school, and I they were doing, like, Red Umbrella, White Umbrella kind of shit. And that's, that's, game what they were, wars. that's what they were working with. But, like, this was the last game to truly do, like, the secret files and stuff. I don't remember 4 having... Uh, do you remember? I mean, like, it had stuff, but, like, it wasn't, like, how... This came with, like, an audio file like oh a, I, I, i'm getting okay yeah oh i got that oh he's got it but this was this was the last one this was the last of the tank controls and this was the last they had like the, the little files you can pick rest up. in piss tank controls i don't miss you right you, like the other games had stuff but like it wasn't it like four and five had things you could pick up that like talked about the enemies you were fighting and things like, there wasn't like this whole like additional story information that you only got from these and uh six never had it uh it were, man and i do miss seven seven did and eight did but they weren't as good as uh extensive as yeah i'm gonna blow my nose real quick i got a head full of music. go for it it's cool i gotta finish this story very good all right <sighs> Uh, so after Chris learns of his sister's whereabouts in Antarctica and Wesker discovers that Alexia is alive and carries what he needs, a.k.a. the TV virus, the two separately find their way to Antarctica. Shocker. Once there, Chris frees his sister and helps her to search for Steve, only for them to find that he has been experimented and injected with the T-Veronica virus. After mutating, Steve attempts to kill Claire but fails, regaining control of himself, and he turns on Alexia, who then inflicts a mortal wound on Steve. Before Steve dies, he confesses he loves Claire. It's like, oh, man, yeah, these two days we spent together really got to know you. He's like, Claire, Claire, what's your only fans? Because I'll never be able to actually fuck you or anything. But can I smell your panties? Wait here, Claire. That was actually a pretty good Steve without trying. <laughs> can, can I just wear him like a ninja mask? Going back to where did it go? Where did it go? Super professional. My name's Steve. What is, is this motherfucker 10? He sounds like <laughs> Andy from Toy Story in this motherfucker. Shut up. Oh, sorry. I want to talk about it. <laughs> he sounds like a. Uh, that's what he transforms. That's what my asshole sounded like 20 minutes ago. So stupid. Yes. Yes, he is. Save that one. Steve, your thoughts on that? That was too close. Okay, thank you. Well, that file shows the latitude and longitude of this place. You say longitude? Yep. Dumbass. Let's, let's do it again. Well, that file shows the latitude and longitude of this place. What a fucking 90s. Movie. All right. Uh, so before he dives, he confesses his love for Claire. Meanwhile. Before he hulks out. Chris and. No, this is after. Oh, he's already uh, he because he he mutated. You were you were blowing your nose. You're blowing the old honker there. Oh, you did hear it. The old Jew hook. <laughs> I don't have a. It's it's the full word. You say the full word. Yeah. No, it's cool. Whatever you say, Gene Simmons. I got gotcha. you. Jew candle. So the yeah. Fucking Jew candle. Mutated. Thing. They fought. He turns. He tries to kill Alexia. She mortally wounds him. He dies. But do then we he's talk like, about Claire? How, wait, sorry. I love you. Do we talk about how Alfred totally wants to fuck his sister? Oh, dude. Well, that's like we're gonna get to that. We're, we're so that's that's in our that's our personal recaps, right? 
Uh, meanwhile, Chris and Wesker confront Alexia in the confl- resulting conflict. Wesker! 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 Escapes and manages to retrieve Steve's corpse for further experimentation while Chris he gonna fuck it. manages to defeat Alexia and escape with his sister before the Antarctic facility self-destructs. Don't they fight somebody? Yeah, Alexia. Like Nerosferatu? Well, I mean, yeah, we're going to talk about the, the enemies. Okay. Do you not fucking remember how we do this? No. Maybe you don't take fucking I pills. pass out or I get really drunk. Once I find it. I can right. finally escape from this crazy island. All right, once I find it, we can fucking talk about it. Oh, Claire. <laughs> Not this time. No! Hey, Steve, do you want to go out for some Baskin-Robbins? What's his name? My name's Steve. Oh, okay, thank okay. you. Do you want to go out for some Baskin-Robbins? <gasps> Move it. Okay, let's go, buddy. Machine guns? For me? <laughs> yeah, in your fucking mouth. You, I, I, I don't want to call him a cuck. Because he's not a cuck, he's a simp. I'm simping for the Lord. Don't worry, Claire. Your knight in shining armor is here. <laughs> yeah, like, when's he going to show up, though, Steve? Oh, it's you? Man, he sounds like very familiar anime he, voice. He sounds like this. He sounds like Steve from American oh, Dad. This is the best. All right. I've been waiting for you, my lady. <laughs> oh, my God. He's sliding in their DMs like, oh, mm, I, does this I'm turn? I'm sorry. Is I he failed you. It, oh, Steve. It was dirty work. All right, we can. We're no, gonna too much fucking movies. No, go back. Go, go back to he's sorry. I'm sorry. Canadian. Failed you. Canadian or Scottish? I'm sorry. <laughs> fucking. Uh, so Let's there, chastise this voice acting from two decades ago. Continue. There sorry. are no alternate endings to this game like there were in the previous entries. This is it. You just get the one fucking ending. So enjoy it, bitch. Yeah. This is fucking excellent. Uh. So, uh, let's, uh, get down to the fucking enemies. Thank you! We better check the room over again. Well, just in case. Well, okay. So, this one, actually, fucking big-ass list. Because you're pulling from pretty much three games. And you have a ton of original enemies yeah, you got here some new news. That never fucking make appearances again. Uh, like, the zombie. Zombie. Zombie! So <laughs> last time you see him. <laughs> Oh, fuck. No, that's not true. They pop up in six for like a second. Ah, that is true. You're right. In, 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 in Leon's. But goddamn, you're not wrong. Oh, in Revelations. That's not a mainline game. It is to me. Veronica is. Yeah, but it doesn't have a number in it. Ah, oh, do Revelations is good. All right, so you also get the zombie dog. The Cerebus. Well, it's just called zombie dog here. All right, so why are they always T-Vitus related? They're always Doberman Pinchers. I want to see a pack of fucking rabid chihuahua. <laughs> Beagles. <laughs> Big fat fucking Rileys. Just trying to. He just falls over running. <laughs> and then the other two eat him. <laughs> fucking evil corgis. <laughs> oh, my God. Be like, this is adorable. Adora deadly. Ad- adorable. Fucking mean Pomeranians. Oh, man, dude. That's... Little sharp teeth. <laughs> you like Blade 2. <laughs> uh, three. Sorry. Three. I was saying uh, three. Where's my dog? Ooh, check the lobby, asshole. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Dude, Blade 3 is a lot more fun than it should be. It's dog shit. I mean, the A story fucking sucks. The, yeah, everything else the that is The B story is fucking great, dude. Also, I've had too much sugar. Uh, we've also got uh, Giant Bats. Uh, I think that's a first, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Nope. That shit from part five don't count because it's like a slug this, bat. But this is the first, though. This yeah, came out for, yes, you are correct. Uh, the, this is the, a new one, the Bandersnatch. These guys, so I was to believe that they are proto-tyrants, like, in the evolutionary step. But then so are the Lickers. This shit is so confusing. Yeah, I always thought them to be, like, proto-hunters, uh, but, like, that's I think that's what the ticks were supposed to be from the Sega Saturn version. It, they, they're big, like, hunters, but, like, they've got, like, fucking Dalzim fucking Street Fighter stretchy arms. I, yeah, we can run with that. I was going to say Reed Richards, but I like yours, too. Uh, you got the Gulp Worm. Oh, the Grave Digger. Yeah. Yeah. He's back. Which was, um, uh, he was a, a boss, wasn't he? Wasn't it the boss? I thought you, no, no, that's part three where you can go throughout the game and not. Yeah, I think your- the Gulp Worm was one of the big bosses. You could avoid, I want to say that was the one, right? You could avoid him, uh, but if you did, you could avoid him either, because you fight him either as Chris or Claire, depending on when you killed him. Interesting. If Claire didn't kill, if Claire kills him, 
you got to clean up their slack. Chris doesn't have to deal with it, I'm pretty sure. And if you do, though, you get the grenade launcher. If you kill it with Chris, you get something else. Do you think, like, the development team was, like, they're talking about the gold form in part three. It's like, can we call it the gold form? It's like, no, that's fucking stupid. We're going to call it Gravedigger. It's like, all right, but if he shows up again, he has to be the gold form. It's like, yeah, sure, whatever. You can use this character again. Then you got the albinoid infant, which kind of looks like the leeches from Zero. Oh, uh, they're salamanders. Is that what they? Oh, that's right. Yep, that's right. That's right. Uh, you get the albinoid adult, which is just one, and it's like got electrified powers, and like uh, Chris fights him. It's actually based off of. Um, it's another boss you can skip. Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Uh, of course, you fight two tyrants, right? Uh, one on the island oh, and then another right. in the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you say, no ticket, motherfucker. <laughs> no ticket. Uh, you got giant moths. Then, of course, uh, you brought them up earlier. Nosferatu. Oh, yeah. Which is actually Alexander Al- Ashford. So that's that's the dad. So his retirement plan probably did not go as he expected. This was a cool fight, too. I mean, so he looks like if a if a spider butt fucked a cenobite, it's neat as fuck. He's cool. Uh, you've got big black widows, and I can't say giant because later on there is one. Yeah, not not those fucking little honky. You know what? And I'll say this is the first time they switch up the spider design in the Resident Evil games, opposed mm-hmm. to being like tarantulisk. Yeah, they're these um the fucking little bony exos. They look like they look like black widows, but they don't. They're not black, and they don't have. The uh, I don't fuck uh, like, like a little that. hourglass on them, but like that's just what I called them. Yeah, yeah, yes, like I didn't know like what they, type were, of, they wasn't fuzzy. Fucking was. Uh the oh, hunters are back. Yay! Yes. I'm so happy to see the hunters back because no love. Oh no, that's not true. They were in Resident Evil Three. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a minute, what? I don't know. I just fuck two for saying like oh liquors are better than hunters it's like no i love them both can we just have them together yeah like why not you got the fucking assets for it like throw it in there yeah, it's not like they're the crips and bloods like they fucking you know you walk down the alley and the, the fucking hunters are like snapping and their the, claws and the, at liquors the liquors were kind of like underutilized like don't be wrong like when they first show up and the first few especially that first one. Oh yeah like super fucking like not only deadly creepy well aaron was talking about that shit like when you see him tap dance past that the was window. me that oh, was me well it would have been cooler if it was aaron no, logically, how, how they stick it, dude. Yeah, how they stick it. My, that first fucking time, but I know it's a different game. But it's gonna fucking <laughs> crawls across the window. Fuck, because you can catch it from two angles. You can catch it from outside the building. Yep. Yeah, that one kind of like what the fuck. That was good. And then he's like, "Hey," I'm like, "Hi." <laughs> uh, I, I the first time the hunter shows up in the original Resident Evil though, fucking tap, 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 opens tap, itself tap. through the fucking it's door. Like, Hello, I'm here. But, like, yeah, the Hunter should have been re-utilized uh, in two. Uh, you get, uh, I think it's, like, a beefier version of the Hunter. It's the Sweeper. It's not, again, not the Tick from uh, Resident Evil Sega Saturn. It's the he's Poison like the one. beta version yeah. from three where he's a little lumpier, a little he spits derpier. the poison at you. He spits it right Pays in the ass. Then you get these giant tentacle monsters. Uh, then the giant Black Widow boss. Colossus. Yeah. I think. Fucking huge. Uh, you've got big ants. A lot, of, a lot of bugs. <laughs> uh, then your last two uh, mutated Steve Burnside in a boss in a boss fight. You know what? I, I'm sorry. If giant mutated ants came in the room right now, I'd shit my fucking pants and probably die. So, oh yeah, respects giant ants. Uh, then last, uh, Alexia Ashford and her many many forms. Yeah, this this she's got more personalities than Moon Knight. <laughs> That's relevant. Ah, <laughs> uh, so remake differences. Wait. Wait here, Claire. Unfortunately, there have never been any Code Veronica remakes. Yet. All we've ever gotten up to this point in 2022, April of 2022, is updated versions of the original game that have been released throughout the years. Yeah. There have been no official remakes. And I was pumped even though the Resident Evil 3 remake wasn't the best. It was fun. It was not $60. No, fun. no. At most, $40 game. Maybe. But Hit me with the 35 because that's the fucking level of game you're bringing. Oh, uh, dude, for real. I remember I, when Capcom used to try. I was I was texting Nachos and the Horrible Horror Boys. I'm like, oh, fucking fourth playthrough. Check it out. Finished it in an hour and a half. Oh, finished it in an hour and 12 <laughs> I was minutes. so pissed off. I'm like, nice, like. Nachos was like, what the fuck's going on, dude? How are you doing this? And I'm Wait, like, who? Oh, well, it's Nachos. 
How you doing? <laughs> this fine Saturday evening. I did. I fucked up the interviews. Hey, it's or the right. intros. It's sorry, buddy. Um, we're checking boxes, but like, yeah, and fingering like, squatches. It was so easy to get through, especially if you unlock the big dog fucking weapons. Super fucking simple. But yo, three remake gets props for one reason. Super Soaker fifties. They're in the toy store. You can't use one. It's kind of dumb. They're uh, dope though. Yeah, uh, I but I was like so excited. I'm like, all right, cool. They're just bringing me chronologically every game. Code Veronica's up next, and they're like, here's four. And like, this was I don't know the Resident Evil community was like split. And I want to say it was more like sixty forty kind of split, <laughs> where it was like sixty were like, no, dude, Code Veronica four is great. Don't need to fuck with it. I want four. We'll get four. This I don't think we need four, but let's let's get Code Veronica out there. It's not my favorite Resident Evil game, but I like it. It is good. And, you know, I'll save that for later because I think that's, you know, we're going to get you there at some mm-hmm. point. But, you know, no, we, we got to do Code Veronica. And then, you know, later down, find a new innovating way to somehow make Resident Evil 4 better because they fucking didn't. Uh, Dude, that's kind of the last. Four is so Evil. fun. But I don't think that, that really warrants a remake as much as this one does. Yeah, this totally needs a remake. Because all you get Tank is the controls. HD. Yeah, it's still the same game. You just It's got a little bit prettier package. Yes. So and the different a, versions. I, as a guy who likes pretty packages. So the different versions that we've got here. Uh, <laughs> do that again. Time to test out my new toy. Uh, Steve, did you trip? Did you trip? I on? wouldn't make it. <laughs> Hit me with a couple more of those. Those are fun. See, this is why you need me. No, I got your back. No, we don't. Not this time. Wait, I thought you just said you had my back, Steve. Oh, that was some good. Your conundrum. It's toxic gas. No, I. I'll flushed, see you around, Claire. I flushed a few times. I'll trade you for something fully automatic. <laughs> my flashlight. Uh, so different versions. We've got Code Veronica, the original Dreamcast mm-hmm. release. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this this got delayed as they were putting it out for for the Dreamcast. So what Sega fans got was actually the Dreamcast version of Resident Evil Two. Okay, which was which was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. what are the extras in that? Because I don't remember the end of that episode, so that's got to count for something. Uh, I had to pull that shit up. I don't have it in front of me. Moving on. Yeah, go to the Resident Evil Two episode if you want to know that. And you can hear Nachos all fucked up. No, I don't listen to that episode because I'm not in it. <laughs> I mean, you were present in the room. <laughs> it's like, you go to the bathroom, how are you feeling? Pending. Uh, then uh, I would say the best uh, version of the game, Code Veronica X. Nobody's so, going to argue with you on that. This was on the uh, Dreamcast for about 12 months. Then they re- they released it, re-released it, I guess, on PS2 and GameCube, uh, titled Code Veronica X. Yeah. It has approximately 10 minutes of new cinematic sequences that reveal much more about Wesker's involvement with Umbrella, and that's it's really cool. X is the way you want to go. Um, while the core game remains completely unchanged, several graphic alterations were also made, most notably in the character model for Steve Burnside, who has a different haircut. Wow! <laughs> I, I can't! <laughs> oh my god, can we keep that in a regular lineup? I'll remember that. Me too. <laughs> I hope so, Steve. Capcom also printed a video DVD Thank of an you. in-universe documentary titled Wesker's Report, which was a pre-order incentive, and you could also order it through Capcom's website and through various uh, stores and outlets like GameStop. Then you also finally, because there's only three, Code Veronica X HD, which was on PS3, 360, and then later we got like odd PS4 and Xbox One versions where like, Xbox One got the 360 HD remake, but PS4 got the PS2 version. That's weird. But they, like, did different style graphics to it. Like, again, it's still Code Veronica X, but it's actually not the PS3 version. Uh, what it's the weird. fuck? It's Sony, which is, it's, it's fucking stupid. Because they're fucking mad at it because it's Sega's game, I guess. I don't know. So, um, like, I want to jump in real quick. When, when Capcom on. says they have... Shut up. Fine, Dad. There are no changes other than HD support and some cleaner graphics for the modern HD consoles. Now, please go ahead. Uh, I don't get Capcom and their exclusivity of fucking games because what? What an old boy I from? Said I was sorry. <sighs> sorry, or is he Scott? Yeah, whatever. So he's like, I swear to God, if Resident Evil. Well, I really e- hope you find your brother. I know where he's at. I know where he's at. Like to be alone. Yeah, you fucking simp. Going on its own anyway. All right. So like I'm saying, the dude from Resident 
you know, the guy who runs Capcom is like, if fucking Resident Evil, I'm going to fucking peel your dick like a carrot and make you eat it. Hurry up. Go, go, go. Fine. Fuck it. Let me talk. He said if Resident Evil 4 showed up on any other fucking console other than the GameCube, he would cut his head off with a chainsaw. Well, funny. Where are we now, bitches? And what's hilarious is the... Oh, I'm sorry. We got these special exclusive controllers, which were chainsaws. And for PS2. And GameCube. And GameCube, because that was the yellow one, and the PS2 version was red. Red. Mm -hmm. right. And they came in those fucking cases. And they'll still go for a pretty penny. Dude, here's the thing. Way back in the day... I know, because we're getting off on the tangent. Like, we don't care about Resident Evil Code Veronica, but we do. But we'll get to to this in more detail. Group was in the heart, motherfucker. Uh, In the Resident Evil 4 version. But those those controllers, dude, back in the day before, like, this video game nostalgia shit, like, hit crazy. We're in 2015, 2016. You could pick those up for, like, super cheap. Because they're fucking 100% unusable oh my god they're awful i think they're fucking nostalgia showcase pieces but those fucking chainsaws are ridiculous yukon tom and i uh because he had one i used to have the gamecube one it's miserable okay so we tried to play tekken with that and he used to have this flight sim shit so like he was playing that and i was trying (laughs) to use the chainsaw hey guess what that shit didn't fucking pan out (laughs) (laughs) so uh we're now at the end of uh of what we've got here. So, uh, Nachos, give me uh, give me your thoughts on Code Veronica. All right. So, like, when this game came out, I, I wasn't wild about it. I don't know what it was. It was something in the story didn't click or it, just, it didn't feel Resident Evil enough and for me, even though it's... And you weren't alone. Yeah. It's just like... That was very, like, the common, like, understanding between Resident Evil fans. And I know diehard motherfuckers like the Atomic Scarecrow, he eat leaves or eat... He sucks dicks, he, he tugs balls, and, and he fucking tickles bonches for Code Veronica. All right. Uh, you also choke chodes, tickle buttholes, Suck and take dicks. kids to concentration camps. Uh, so, I don't know, man. Graphically, this game, this game is amazing. For its time, there wasn't beautiful, anything beautiful like game. it. Beautiful. Fucking beautiful. You can ask anyone. It's oh my the God, most beautiful. It's the best, most beautifulest. Um, I don't know. It's just... The story was a little what the fuck, but they didn't get it's still a Resident Evil game because I don't know. Oh, also, yeah, Rockford Island, Ark Thompson. I mean, this was you go ahead. Because I got my yeah, thing. Yeah, you, you'll get a time to talk right now. Listen to Orange Joe, bitch. <laughs> Damn it, Jeff. Listen to Orange Joe. That's right. What? Listen to Orange Joe. One Say more time. It again. Listen to Orange Joe. All okay, right, I will. All right. So what I'm saying is Hey everybody, Listen this is Orange been- Joe. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Go. You scared me. I hit too many buttons at once. Thank you. <laughs> Resident Evil Veronica, I barely know her, am I right? No, anyway, uh visually this game cool. I like what they were doing, innovative shit. Um honestly, the only part that feels like a Resident Evil game for me is the original island part. I think they tried to bring in a little bit too much of the new stuff. Not necessarily alienating your fans there, but uh, it just kind of felt a little too inside baseball, kind of a little little too much new shit. Um, and I, I don't know. Uh, all in all, this game's fucking great. It's it is it's it's a little treasure. What I wish the Resident Evil games were now. So you didn't have a uh, Dreamcast back I, when it came out. I did out. not. Uh, you had a PlayStation. The Atomic Scarecrow had a Dreamcast. It was, so that's probably why he preferred this over Resident Evil 3. Well, he, we played 3, too, because, like, Re- Code Veronica came out. We went over there, played it, you yeah. know, and fucking... But, but what I'm saying is, is you had a PlayStation. You bet your baby. So 3 was your baby. Well, I mean, that's... Cause cause what I, what I'm getting to ask is, like, this or Code Veronica or 3? Which is your preferred game, personally? I gotta go three. That's fine. The OG three, not the yeah. fucking remake. Yeah. Okay, right on. Because also that takes place in Raccoon City during the events of Part Two, before, during, and after. Yes. So I mean, you know, it's like Sonic and Knuckles with Sonic Three. You got to <laughs> piggyback that shit together. You know, that's why two. You had to three. take two Playstations. You had a you had a PlayStation together <laughs> and get a PS Two <laughs> and make them fight for my love. Uh. Monsters are cool as shit. You get tyrants. Tyrants are back. Oh, we forgot to go over, but you get a ton of fucking weapons in this one. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this. Uh, My right. bad. Yeah. And I'm done. Yeah. So I told you, I had this brought up, but I, I forgot to fucking uh, wedge this in there. So, I mean, 
fuck ton of weapons in this game. But the only between, cool thing about Steve, gold lugers. You get right. You get a cool. bunch of weapons between Steve, First Chris, time. and Claire. First time you get a dual wield in this franchise. Yes. So standard combat knife. Then you get the M93R handgun. But you get a ton of upgrade parts in the game. That's nice. Much like two. So you get the M93R burst, which was like Leon's gun in, in, in two. But Claire's got it. Uh, you get the Glock 17. Then you get the modified Glock 17, uh, which uh, basically is just more powerful, uh, faster, you know. You get the M100Ps, which are basically Uzis. Like, uh, yeah, Uzis. Thank you. That you can do wield. Okay. Uh, Claire gets those. The crossbow handgun is so much better in this game yes. than in two. One, it doesn't shoot the tri bolts. Yeah. Out of a yeah. fucking weird ass fucking triangle. I uh, get the sprayed radius, but it's it got didn't a fucking work. rapid fire. You can get explosive bolts for it. Yeah, like Hawkeye. And this fucking thing you can hold like five hundred rounds without being reloaded. Like you can just and you get so much fucking ammo for it. Like it's just constant. Um if we're Oh, let me then you what, get. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, then you get the Ingrams. That's the Uzis that I think Steve gets. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get the grenade launcher if you kill. Is it even a Resident Evil game without a fucking grenade right. launcher? Uh, you get an AK-47. Oh, yeah, you do. You get a sniper rifle. You get a Spaz uh, 12-gauge uh, combat shotgun. Of course, <laughs> the Colt Python. Very Steve's sweet. Gold Lugers. Yes. Right? Uh, then you get the uh, rocket launcher. You get a linear rocket launcher and then like a standard rocket launcher oh isn't it a, a fucking uh a, a rail cannon yeah yeah that's right. the that's the linear launcher thank you yeah <laughs> and then then the standard rocket launcher. you get a ton of fucking weapons is that one two three four get your five, woman all the four six, you gotta get up get seven, <laughs> you get 16 different fucking weapons that you can use throughout this fucking game spread between all the characters all right i want to jump in and finish my that's notes. a ton of fucking weapons and go ahead um, yeah, but this game sucks because the villain is a woman, and we all know that women are inferior and make terrible villains. <laughs> and also, other sexist remarks you might hear on the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you know what? Uh, and if you don't like that joke, it was actually written by a woman. Yeah, that's right. Who's sexist now? I'm Mom? just kidding. We don't hire women on the show. No, I talked my <laughs> weenie. Now you know what to think, do you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know I got a... Try to tie my shoes to touch my dick. Um, Yeah, anyway. uh, I don't know. (sighs) Where is it? No, I don't know. He saw his own dick. Not the worst Resident Evil game. Not the best Resident Evil game. What the? Hey, Hey. where are we? Fuck town. Hey, I was just kidding. (laughs) You look like a fuckable cut of meat. He was a fool to do something so reckless. God damn, just imagine spending two days with fucking Steve Burnside. Father. Father. Zaddy. Father! All right. Who's the bigger Chauncey? All right, fuck off with your buttons for a second. I got a question for you before you get into your breakdown. Who's the bigger Chauncey? Steve? Fuck off. Who's? Tried to steal information. I'm not even pressing the button. It's got a mind of its own. Do you see me hitting anything? Is it done? Steve, can you shut no, the fuck scared. up? We were sent here. Oh my god. <laughs> the Steve monologues. Alright. Who's the bigger Chauncey? Is it Billy Cohen or Steve Burnside? Come on! Billy Cohen. Bigger Chauncey. He's he's the dipshit. Dude, Billy Cohen is the he, fucking word. Tribal the tattoos. Oh my god. Blood type is Mountain Dew. So like the thing with Steve is, like, what is he looking for, his dad or something like that? Like, he's got daddy issues. I mean, obviously, we fucking press a million buttons here. It's a whole daddy sub-story with Steve. Um, Billy was just a hard-ass fucking army guy Where with fucking dare, tribal dare. tattoos who listened to too much Disturbed. And, like, he was just a—he just sucked. You know what? At least Steve got down with the sickness, though. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, ah. He couldn't even carry more than two guns. Fuck him. Yeah, and that zap system swap. Get fucked. All right, so 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 Billy's. I it's my T virus. <coughs> I'm movie sick. <coughs> uh, so Billy Cohen's the bigger Chauncey. All right, Come thank on, you. Come on, let's go. What are you scared? Uh, yes, it's very intimidating hearing that from a cartoon cat. 
All right, hot dog, your turn. Get oh my it. Bring God, it on thank home. you, Jesus Christ. And boobies and wieners and shit. I like wieners in my butt. <laughs> Listen to Orange Joe. I like wieners in my butt. You right heard it here first, what? folks. Not the first time. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm a big fan of this game. And yeah, you are. Almost everybody in my social circle, both at the time of release and post, just aren't. And most of them didn't play it or like maybe bought it and then like. At that time, they were halfway to adulthood, and they just didn't give it, like, the proper love it needed. <gasps> Whatever the case may be, there's not a lot of love here for this game. I remember um, I was hanging out with a buddy and his wife. They were over at my house or my apartment with my wife, and, like, my wife Who? and I were with my wife. Thank you. She's dead. Tragic. We wanted to go to bed, and... They were, like, they were, you know, I was, like, trying to, like, you know, kind of hit, like, you know, Midwest goodbye him a little bit. Oh, I just do the. Blood. And then he was I'm like, "Going to bed. I'm very tired." He was perusing the uh, the game shelf, and he's like, "Oh, you got uh, all the Resident Evils." Up to this point, I had everyone on GameCube, so I had zero through four. Oh, those get pricey, man. Nowadays, and he's like, "Whoa, Code Veronica!" He pulls out, "That's my favorite." And I was like, "My fucking!" I got the dirtiest of wife. I was like, "Sit the fuck down because we got to talk about it." She's like, "Fucking side eye," and I was like. You have now become my best friend in the moment. Yeah, it was not me. Right. Uh, no, I ended up being at his wedding. Uh, all because based on this conversation that we got very close because of Code Veronica. And it's See, just... You hear, what, you hear that first. Resident Evil Code Veronica. Bringing people closer together. Right? People helping people. In these trying times. So it's just... I, I can't say it's a problem with this <sighs> game because... All right, tank controls. This is, this is pre... Resident Evil 4. We were so, used to it at this tank point. Tank controls, they're fantastic. You got the best of the best because you've got the Resident Evil the Resident Evil 3 controls. You've got all the new beautiful environments. I will say that this game is all over the place, like Nacho said. Mm. You start out, uh, ba- you, you start the gameplay inside the concentration camp, basically. I mean, you're not wrong. Also, and then there's one thing I wanted to blurt out. The diversity of zombies in this game. Oh, dude, for real. We were talking about that earlier. Yes. We were watching a, like a recap video. <laughs> like tons of fucking enemies. And the zombies are just, there's so many. It's not just like one or two or three. <laughs> right, like similar shirt zombie, right. naked zombie. Also, yeah. can we get Cop naked zombie. zombies There's back? fucking tons of zombies in this and they all look different. It's hashtag, really cool. where's my dogs at? Hashtag, where my spiders at, dog? Dog, and then hashtag, where's my naked zombies at? Zombie flat plat. So, on top of all the different zombies, you have... The concentration camp, the training facility, you have a castle, you have a mansion. A castle in Brooklyn is you where I fucking dwell. Antarctica. You have uh, uh, the, the mansion looks very much like the fucking Spencer mansion from the first one. Yeah, I guess that's just a common thing they do in the company. Like, oh, let's just rebuild this. Even like the outside part with like looks almost like the fucking area between the guard shack and the garden house in the first one. It's like it's I want to talk very about reminiscent. I'm sorry. I know this is your rundown, but I just got to blurt this out real quick because you're talking about it and I'm thinking about it. When you shoot the, shoot the factory worker zombies, their hard hats fly off. <laughs> they do, That's dude. fun, yeah. Sorry, buddy. Go ahead. Um, you know, but, like, what, what I loved about it, the best part was, like, you get all the main players back into it sans Leon, right? You get them in a note. You do You do get them in a note. You do get them in a note, but, like, You'll get my you've dude got, Barry, though. You've got half of Resident Evil 2 already, right, with Claire. Mm-hmm. You get Wesker, who was not in the second game, and he's obviously a big part of the first he's game. He's the fucking MVP. You get Chris back, and that whole brother-sister relationship was Ooh, a huge Chris thing. Chris! <laughs> uh, yeah, you get Steve, and he's not great, but he's honestly not really a problem. But and you know what? We're still talking about him. He very much adds to the story and, and to the fact that that's one of the only main protagonists who gets turned into uh, an antagonist that you have to fight and kill. Uh, Sheva unadvertently does, but you don't kill her. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then her. Jill later on with her fucking the jewel. Head. Yeah. So, no, I mean, those are really count. Like, Steve titties. started it, and it was great. It was fun. Uh, like uh, Nacho said, said, dual-wielding weapons that you can actually point in different directions. That's the first. Yeah. You can aim. Yeah. Very cool stuff. Huge amount of weapons. I, I loved the story. I will say that it is a little weird because this is the only game up to this point where it's not like, oh, super secret uh, corporation is doing shady shit. But at this point, you've already had three other games and Survivor. 
Resident Evil Survivor came on the PlayStation by this time. Great story, horrible gameplay. So, like, they kind of had to switch gears. You couldn't just go with mega corporation hiding things from the government and, like, super shady black op shit involved, right? You had to go somewhere different with it. And I liked that. That was fun about it. Because you really don't even really have that in 3 because you already know fucking Umbrella's super terrible and they probably <laughs> have something to do with the government and they just... The only really secret shady shit is they fucking drop a nuke in the middle of Raccoon City at the end. Big whoop. That's not really shady. Kind of really going to have to do that anyway because it's invested with fucking zombies. Are you trying to tell me Raccoon City was an inside job? <laughs> Investigate Raccoon City. Ooh, hashtag. That's the hashtag we put on this episode. <laughs> so, I mean, with all that said, like... I liked where this went. It was a great change. And, but you still knew what you were doing. When you got into four, you're totally different ball game. Yeah. You're, we're going from basketball to hockey. Yeah. You're in just Eastern Europe. You're not quite sure what the hell's going on. Or Spain. I think it's Spain. Is it? I don't know. Uh, we're not from Hereville. Yeah. <laughs> not from around these parts. Not sorry. Illinois. So, you know, you, you it was different, but you still knew exactly what you were kind of doing and getting into sort of thing. It was still very familiar territory. And the environments themselves, even though they changed constantly, were beautiful. Yeah. All those special graphics. They weren't like... I love, the, the obviously, the matte painting uh, uh, environments that you originally yeah, in. Yeah, the like, pre-rendered backgrounds. This this new way of doing it was, was just so fantastic, and it allowed for such a dynamic camera. So, yeah, it was tank controls, but it was the best version of tank controls. And they didn't even give you that much uh, uh, control in the camera in Resident Evil 1 remake for, for GameCube. No, no. Uh, that's all fixed locations and shit, man. Code Veronica had the best version of this control scheme. They really did. It, they were definitely trying something new, and it fucking flourished. It worked out. It was good. But I think it just gets a bad rap and a lot of hate because it's not, one, a numbered sequel. And yeah. two, it was on a limit, like a console that was sold, but it was a very limited console. Not a lot of people had the Dreamcast. And then it came out to PS2, but again, by that time, you already had so many Resident Evil games, you had Resident Evil movies, like there was a little bit of a burnout at this point. Do you have ink ribbons? You had like Dead Aim, Dead Aim 2, Survivor was out, like... No, and, dead, and, neither of the Dead Aims were out yet. Are you sure? Positive. I thought... Uh, no, no, when Code X... Code Veronica X came oh, out for the PS2. Uh, okay. That's what I'm saying. The first Dead when the, Aim when was the out. Code Veronica X came out, yeah, because you was had PS4. Dead Aim and, and all those things. Those that because uh, Survivor was PS1, Dead Aim and Dead Aim 2 were PS2s, and I'm pretty sure Code Veronica X came out after those. Um, because that was like 2000. So this came out 2000. It was like late 2001, almost 2002. You want to take a smoke break and figure this out? Uh well, we'll finish up the episode. Oh first. yeah, yeah. But either way, like there was definite fatigue for. For this, because even I, as a fan of uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica, and this was one of three games that I still only, I only have four games for the for the Dreamcast, one of them being Bassmasters, the other one being this, uh, Dude, and then I have two the, other just Sonic games. The boss and Bassmaster? Holy shit. Yeah. What the fuck? So, um, I, I mean, I, I, of course I love this game, and but even when I got it on the PS2 and the GameCube, I got it on the PS2 first, I was just like, I got halfway through it, and I was like, ah. It's kind of done, but I had I had four by the time I got on PS2 because I knew yeah, that was coming it's out. A different monster, yeah. Even though I got on a GameCube first, I was like, wait, I waited for it for the PS2 because I wanted the Ada stuff. But with all that being said, this game is one of the only gems that's kind of hidden in the whole Resident Evil franchise. I would say the other two being the Revelation games. Okay, they do not get enough love. So, so these side stories really need a better spotlight shown on them, which is what we are trying to do on this show. Yeah, bitches. So, I know that if you're out there and you're like, man, I love Resident Evil when I've never given Code Veronica a good shot, play check it. it out. Fucking play it. You can easily get it on modern consoles. Oh, my God. Like, yes. it, for 10 bucks. An emulator. And it's fantastic. You can get achievements and trophies if that's your thing, too. It, it, it's fantastic. It's a lot of fun. And you're not going to be mad at it. Yeah, and if you haven't played Tank Controls in a while, dude, it takes 10 minutes to be fucking right back into it, dude. If you got a hankin' for classic Resident Evil and hadn't played this, go back. This is going to scratch you will your motherfucking be, You itch. will not be disappointed. I can tell you that right now. You will. If you haven't played this or you've never finished it, play it. You will not walk away going, what a waste of fucking time. You'll be like, that was good, and I'm ashamed to have slept on it. Maybe it's not your favorite, but you will be happy you fucking played it and finished it. I guarantee you that. It is a lot of fucking fun. A lot of fun. Dude, even just the intro, the whole Paris thing that we talked about when she's looking for Chris before she gets captured, that's a big, long, cinematic intro, and it's beautiful. It's not the 22nd 
you know, cinematic interest that you got in Resident Evil 2. It's a fucking eight-minute intro, however long it is. Eight, six minutes, something like that. You know it's what? It's fucking awesome. I have a redaction to make. I'm talking all this shit about Rockford Island uh, it, and Gun Survivor. It's Sheen Island. What is? Gun Survivor. The first one with Ark Thompson and all that. Oh, yeah. Sheen Island. Beat you to it, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Correct us now, bitch. That's right. Redact my fucking. We'll eventually get to the the side side game survivor. I was gonna say what, what Gaiden. What, what are we doing next, Gaiden or Gun Survivor? Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, motherfucker. I know that's a Game Boy Color game. That soundtrack, fuck it, slaps. Oh, dude, it's it a comes. Fun fucking it game. rides a unicycle. It pays its taxes. It gets its nails done. It mows the grass. It gets the mail. It balances your checkbook. It goes to the store. Off a mountain. It checks out books at the library. It checks out your little sister when she bends over. Whoa. Whoa. It, it asks for Claire's only fans. Whoa. What? All right. Well, I think with that, I think we've reached the end of this episode. We're done talking to your asses. We need to get drunk. Dad. He used to work for Umbrella. Oh, did he? <laughs> All right. So with that being said, thanks for checking it out. Hope you enjoyed the bonus content here. And remember to always stay spooky. Go fuck yourselves.